Taco Tuesday here at Corked Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube, presented by Jock Market, the daily app where we're making money every day. And we were at it again yesterday. Every single player on the board, except for Josh Rojas. Come on, one for eight. Everybody hit the total base props. Everybody was profitable in the Jock Market. Man, we were just white hot right now. Welcome back. Boom, 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 boom. It's the big dude with the big mouth from the Big Apple. Big Johnny Stud coming to your worldwide from Brooklyn, New York. As always, coming out the chair. As always. Oh, my God. Do not let us get hot. Do not let us get hot. The books are going to be running for their lives. But all kidding aside, we're starting to see it. We're noticing changes in the game. We were on top of the shift in totals. We were on top of that. Now they're starting to come back. We're noticing these totals are not getting posted as early. Uh, uh, oh, man. We have been in front of the closing line value all year with the three pillars of profit here at Mayo, Medianet, and Cork Stats. That's daily, DFS, and jock market. We're really kind of highlighting our favorite stacks of the day. But it really becomes kind of universal, like ubiquitous. You know, if you're playing DFS, these are your stacks. This is where you're backfilling, looking for values. If you're playing jock market, we're giving you the prices you could check me on patreon i have settings and all that good stuff and now we're rocking these total base props these these are going to change this is the next like new tip of the spear that we're on it just becomes so like it's almost boring how cool we've become but whatever it is what it is you know that's how we're going to do you could actually tell who rolls with us just from speaking to them the nuance the context the laser focus the granular kind of pitching detail and all the stuff that we do me you and the cork stats crew all right let's get it everybody with the first pillar of profit ton of work to do bringing it all oh and you know i got some really cool fantasy stuff as well yesterday I don't know, man. I gotta figure out what I want to do with the Monday show. If you have any ideas, get up in the comments. Let us know. Hit me up on Twitter. You know, I I, I like to be very regimented because I feel like being procedural, especially when it comes to baseball. Right? This will apply to all the work that we do. It's very important. We know there's a million games at all times. There's too much work to do all of it. So you do as much of it as you can, knowing. I used always used to describe my work as trying to build a beautiful sandcastle right on the shoreline. You do the best damn job you can, knowing in the morning... And it really doesn't matter how good or bad it was. There's good and bad about that. But that is the fact of the matter. So every day we're going to keep doing this work, building the very best sandcastle that we can. And some of the days have stuck. So today's show and tomorrow's show, we're mining the advanced statistical leaderboard to come up with names that we then bring out on Thursday. We do a 10, 12, and 15 team ad at every position. And it has stuck. There is absolutely no denying. I, I have the graphics too. We really should go back and kind of track all this stuff early and first on just everybody that rocks right now you know i got the best compliment that you can get in your home league which is a head-to-head points league i'm first in points and my friend said i haven't heard of half of the players on your team and that's what's up we were early on drury we were early on morel we're early on everybody who had melendez when we needed to catch up we were just on top of everybody pitching side as well so let's get into today's stack attack and you know listen the same way that I preach to you to always try and get better, right? Don't just ask for picks. Look for the process. Myself, I'm trying to get better as well. So for the audio-only listeners, I'll try and walk you through it, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. I got the stack attack up there, and it's doing really well. I love this because then we kind of have this graphic. It's keeping me focused on just a handful of players. We have a full slate, so I have 10 players. I mean... 
30 teams and nine hitters on each, talking 270 guys. So we're really still keeping it tight. But when it comes to jock market and DraftKings, remember, price does matter. So you see up on the screen, we're going to start with St. Louis righty. He's going up against Bryce Wilson for the Pirates. The Pirates kind of left out in the cold in the doubleheader. Wilson will be hung out to dry. 7-5 ERA, 1-6 whip on the year. 10%. Walk, 8% barrel, all the things we're looking for. Expected Woba on contact up near 400, 1,000 OPS on the year to lefties. In particular, that changeup. There are some pitches that are so bad, you just got to stop throwing it. Like, just because you could throw it for a strike, he's hanging it. That off-speed stuff has a plus 1,000 expected slug. He's in a lot of trouble today against the Cardinals. We're looking at Goldschmidt. We're looking at my boy Tyler O'Neill. Each have the double-digit barrel rate against righty since May 1st. Over 12%. In fact, O'Neill in particular, we want to be highlighting plus 1,000 OPS against righty's last 23 plate appearances. Remember, we loved him coming into the season. He came up, the year started, he looked terrible. He was not hitting high pitches, and then they said his shoulder was hurt. Those two things are congruent. We're not making excuses for anybody, but that is congruent. If you can't hit high pitches and then come up with a shoulder injury, that would be a reason you can't get to the high pitch. You need that shoulder muscle to reach those high ones. They said he's back, hit a ding-dong in the minors. He's back looking good. Back, get behind Tyler O'Neill. If he's for some reason out there where you think you could trade for him, now is the time to get him. Last up one, Yepes also that 1,000 OPS against righties last I think maybe 20 at-bats or so. I'm sorry, I got cut off there, but that's what we want to be looking for. We know Yepes is really good. He's probably hitting the top end, right, getting into that sine wave, the thing we often talk about. This is not about hot or cold. This is not about last seven. This is about catching players in the sine wave. Yepes, who started out really hot, making adjustments. Now here comes the counter punch. Let's get behind those cardinal righties. So Goldschmidt is a good example of a guy who will probably go up to the 625. He's playing like an MVP right now. O'Neill is probably in that middle setting, like a 550. Yepes might be at the bottom setting, 450. Although, man, enough of us are in there. We've been bumping up the price. Hey, listen, such is life. But be willing to go up to at least 525. Remember that kind of jock market lesson. These are limit orders, which means you get the money back, long story short, if you overbid, quote-unquote. So you can safely put $5, although with the way weather has been, unless you get a fully clear weather report, do not put money early because sometimes that can get you in trouble. I know it did for me. I had a really nice night last night and I'm back up to my right near my personal best, but I should be way above it because I got smoked the other day on weather. I piled into a game Oh gosh, we just got cracked. So you got to be careful with weather. I take those L's like everyone else. Let's get up into the next stack. It's the Boston Red Sox righties against Koning for the A's. Oh my gosh, the A's are just throwing this guy to the Lions. He gave up four runs in four innings to the Braves, who are good, but they're not. The Red Sox, 11% walk, 15% barrel. I know it's the smallest cup of coffee you can, but he's given up home runs in the minors as well. We're looking at JD. We're looking at Xander. We're looking at stories to bash in lefties. Each have a one 1,000 OPS, less 30 plate appearances. We know Boston as a team just got up off the mat, started firing on all cylinders, and that will extend to the last player on the list, my dude, Bobby Dalback. And this is not about some favoritism. We He popped up on the leaderboards because he was playing every day. Franchi Cordero kind of stepping back just a touch, but Bobby Dalback playing against lefties, playing against righties. Check out my Twitter handle at MLB Moving Averages, at MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app. And, I, you know, I highlighted a few of the rolling charts, things we've highlighted and brought up as a tool we would be using 
throughout the season. It's the best way to pick up on trend indication. You don't get moving averages in your moniker, right? Without knowing a bit about that waka, waka, waka. But anyway, Bobby Dalback playing every day and the in-zone contact rate popping through the roof while the K metrics are going down. The outputs were not there. That's the last thing we are concerned about. We are concerned about input. We are concerned about nuance. We are concerned about context and the output, the wonky stuff we'll leave, you know, to the fantasy gods yesterday who were smiling on us. So so right now we got Cardinal righties, we got Boston righties. Up next, we're gonna to go to Texas for the Rangers and a couple righties there against Jose Arquiti. It's been a struggle for him. 504 ERA, 15 whip, a 900 OPS on the season. His deserved ERA is up over six. That's a contact-related indicator, but that's really, really bad. 44 fly ball, 46 hard hit, and a 12. Barrel rate is what class? Drum roll, please. Almost two home runs per nine and a plus 460 expected Woba on contact for Urquini. Yikes, yikes. Run for the hills. Plus 900 OPS to righties on the season. Nine of 11 home runs. And it's been the fastball as the culprit. Hyper usage. See, this is a this is the problem with hyper usage in professional baseball he only you know 54% usage of the fastball if that pitch goes to Shinola we have nowhere else to go 54% use 816 x slug to righties and six home runs so we're looking at Seager and Calhoun off the bat barrel and blast 13 and 12 for Seager 11 and 8 for Calhoun against right-handed fastball so that's what we want to be looking also Adolis Garcia has been excellent as of late 960 OPS against righties last 43 plate appearances so he's really looking good maybe we're seeing that player people were hoping for three ding-dongs in that span as well so there's our kind of meat those are the ones you see up there i also have one kind of standalone and it's caven biggio on the blue jays remember they scored a million runs yesterday i usually don't look for a ton of offense but jordan lyles has stunk on the road he has a sub three era home a plus six era on the road 89 z con 12 barrel 435 expected bubble on contact lefties destroying him 940 ops and biggio is on fire 1000 ops as a lefty last 21 PAs. He's the only lefty in that lineup. I'd, I wouldn't be shocked if he actually gets pushed up a bit. So look for Biggio to be kind of a cheap value play. And if you're looking for a standalone, he also has multiple position eligibility in DraftKings. Yeah, that's the first pillar of profit. Let's get up into the fantasy. And really, like where Monday we are lost, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday we are found. And this is where we've been buttering our bread, I hope, any team you had that wasn't good to start or had injuries has been filling in the gaps. Lovely. Let's get into the fantasy side. We're mining the X stat hitter leaderboard today. So on the left for the audio only listeners, I have the players. It's not a raw list. That's not helpful. We all know good players are good. We're looking for the mo- top 10 most interesting names. These are inside the top 45 of blast percentage. Now, blast are the ideal subset of barrels. Again, not a stat everyone has access to. So that's what we're doing, right? This is a value that I can provide in just a few minutes a day while we're covering fantasy. And this has been really impactful in a really good way. Just to highlight players and look for the people that stick out last 30 flip side I have x but now granted I understand there is some overlap between blast percentage which is a very good output stat and x though they are a bit different right x includes on-base percentage and uh, sprint speed it's a little more of an amalgamation stat. so it means a 
bit more than Blast. There, I don't know if there really are what the other ones are. Tune in tomorrow. Pitching, it makes a little bit more sense. We'll do with percentage and ex wobo or expectable on contact right before the pitch or after the pitch, I should say, you know, right? Before the batted ball event and after the batted ball event. So let's get up into the Blast leaderboard. These are interesting names. On the top, he was right at the top of the board, is Christian Bethencourt. Highlighted him on the Athletic article weeks ago to pick up as a catcher, maybe even in one catcher leagues because he's playing as a DH and a first baseman. 15% blast rate, last 30 is Awesome, and he's playing. Bethancourt even stole a few bases, hit a few home runs. He's got some pop. There's some legit skill there. So, you know, he's another reason why I just don't think... I know people argue with me all the time. This is what I'm not into. I just don't pay up for catchers. I always feel like in season there are catchers to add. This year it was Contreras and Bethancourt. Look, you just... You had a million chances. And then catchers get injured and come back. Melendez, Jansen will be available. There's just a lot of catchers. So, Christian Bethancourt get with him. Next up, Jake Berger. I think he got hit in the hand and got pulled. I didn't see the news update, but... He looks really good. He's somebody we highlighted last week. He's playing every day. Again, the stuff that we're getting into during a week. Hitters, pitchers, and putting it together on Thursday for 12, 10, 12, and 15-team ads. I'm playing into pretty legitimately competitive main event qualifiers, 15-team NFPC leagues. So I'm giving names that are available in hardcore 15-team leagues. So I know I have some serious fantasy players out there. I'm really trying to appeal to everybody out there. And I know some people playing 12s. Maybe these guys are... You know, viable there. That would apply to Trevor Larnick, plus 13% blast rate, playing every day on the Twins. They're also kind of winning games and trying to be aggressive. Kirilov on the come up as well. We love that. I'm, you know, I don't think it'll be replaced. I think it's, it, we want more. We just want, always want more offense. Buxton is healthy, more offense. Next up, Seth Brown, which kind of goes to a running theme here, picking up on players on bad teams with opportunities. I don't love Brown, but at NFBC, where you get kind of split, you know, uh, chances to change a lineup more than once a week. Brown in the platoon is really good. Next up, Harold Castro. I'm raising the roof. If you can't see for the audio only listeners, doing a dad dance, looking silly, do not care at all. We were on top of that first because he popped up on the leaderboard. He started playing every day. Now he's hitting near the top of the lineup and producing. We added him on all my teams. It cost me a buck. And now he's going to be a legitimate ad. Harold Castro up over 9% blast rate with Darren Ruff, Jace Peterson, Daniel Vogelbach, Michael Taylor, and Paven Smith. I know you're holding your nose when you hear some of these names, but especially a guy like Paven Smith. He has been on the board. He should always kind of be circled in 12-team leagues. So if you get caught needing to stream, he's the kind of guy you can get into. Taylor, I'm surprised. I don't really think of him as far as power, but an 8% blast rate, last 30, nothing to sneeze at. Ruff, Peterson, and Vogelbach, we know when they're healthy and playing, they can do some damage. So there's just some guys to give you an idea, guys that'll be on the ancillary, guys that maybe might be on waiver wires for sure in 12 teams. Some of these guys will be available. Harold Castro is a guy that I really like, especially in daily leagues where you can make moves because he has availability all over the place. Let's get into x A lot of overlap. A lot of times when you see the double, it's like power and on base let's get with it it's michael taylor at the top at plus 408 he is fantasy viable right now i can't believe it michael taylor 400 plus with garrett cooper after that cal raleigh i'm raising the roof why are we raising the roof because he was our catcher ad weeks ago two weeks ago he's had three or four home runs since then one of the better catchers in the game since have him in all my draft and hold leagues because tom murphy stinks next up trevor larnack 378 x woba he's on both lists hunter dozier he's legit brendan donovan just names that right we're trying to figure out if they're legitimate or not i like donovan also if you notice one thing to point out before we get out of here on fantasy this list is inside the top 80 Okay, 
So think about, when you think about find, trying to find 10 names inside the top 80, right? So let's just round it out. G-Man Choi, J.D. Davis, must circle him. He's starting to play every day. We know we can hit. We're going to play every day for the Mets. Got to circle J.D. Davis where people realize it because his spot playing time had been so spotty. The first indication is these boards. The second indication is playing time. The third indication, you're too late, right? Is he's, he's on SportsCenter if... I don't think anybody wants SportsCenter. First of all, this is SportsCenter. All right, Seth Brown, then Jonathan Daza, all at 350-plus ex-Wobas, which are really where the benchmark for viability in fantasy. If you're getting a 350 ex-Woba, it's coming. The production is coming. Daza, in particular, playing every day for the Rockies. We highlighted him last week because the Rockies were home all week. So that's a guy, again, if you're streaming, one of the points and things, this is the very last point, boop, fantasy, before we get out of here, one of the things I've done to really improve my game that I've learned from a much smarter player than myself, because I really consider myself a very, very good high stakes head to head player, like one of the best. I, I, maybe I'll get into it. Maybe I'll put my money where my mouth is next week, uh, next year, I mean, and, and play that. Roto, I'm still learning, and that's why I'm playing qualifiers. Like, I'm not ashamed of that at all. I have cash. I just don't want to burn it. I'd rather bet it where I'm smart than play against the sharpest players in the world. But when you speak to these people like I do, because I know a lot of my analysis is valuable, I I just have had trouble putting the puzzle together and one of the things you need to do is maximize PAs in particular the ones in cores and now the ones in Cincinnati so when you look ahead at the schedule and you see Daz is playing every day who is not necessarily that interesting but in cores he is so if he's going to give you six games in cores that's a guy you want to get and I add him for a buck and he was not interested you know, no one wanted him so just a little bit of fantasy stuff all right that'll do it Let's get into the betting end, and oh man, we are starting to catch fire, and it's about damn time. Uh, these total base props have been phenomenal. You got to get with it. So DraftKings has them and has good pricing. I also have access to a site that allows you to parlay them. If you want to hit me up, yeah, I'll get you hooked up with them as well. You, some, you know, some people are just playing with less risk. They see more names, so I'm trying to shrink the names. I really do want to apply to everybody, but if you're looking for the full Monty, remember I am putting stuff out on Patreon, although it's 100, everything's totally free. If you appreciate it, tag Patty Mao, let him know, because really without him, there's none of this. There's absolutely none of this awesome free stuff going on without Patty Mayo, without Jock Market, none of this is happening, so... Make sure you download the app, that Jock Market app, MMN, the promo code. I think I'm not even the first time I missed that. Well, you know, we love it. Um, let's get up into the betting board. Uh, again, one of the things that I mentioned at the outset, we've noticed some changes. <laughs> check check the boards. There's no F5. The F5 boards are blank right now. DraftKings is posting them with bogus lines. Or Now one thing you've noticed where we were getting make, getting money was finding value in the F5 run lines needing to be had a single run. Now, if you've noticed, a lot of those F5 run lines are one and a half. I'm, I don't think you're ever going to see me doing that. I, I honestly doubt it. I don't think I'll ever play that, meaning needing to be up two runs after five. I'm just not going to do that. It was hard enough with one. I'm not doing that. Uh, they'd have to give really beautiful plus odds. They're not going to do it because it's a sucker bet. They're not even putting the run line on the same betting page. It's it's a joke right now. So you really got to be very careful, very selective with FI betting. One that is up is Houston and Texas over 4.5. We <clears throat> excuse me. We mentioned Urquidy and the struggles. On the flip side of that, we have Dane Dunning, who, don't get me wrong, Dunning has been pretty good, but 
come on, we're matching up Dane Dunning with the Astros, and I don't think that one's particularly fair, especially when the Astros have been hitting. Dunning 4-4 ERA, 1-3 whip. Earned run indicators all a bit better than that. Not trying to knock him. 22K to 7 walk is pretty good. You know, all the K metrics are just really kind of average. He does keep the ball on the ground, which is really kind of his claim to fame, but he does get hit hard. So that's really where a team like the Astros can come through, right? Because just a degree or two on the ground balls, those are line drives looking at the game log now. You know, he's given up at least two runs in six straight. Three of those were four or more. Two of those were five or more. So Astros could easily get at Dunning. I think Texas is going to put a few on Urquidy. So give us Houston and Texas F5 over 4.5, not really trying to mess with the bullpens right now for minus 110. I expect that line to move. We may even get that to 05. As well, next up is Cincinnati. Give me the straight money line. I think mine is posted. The ticket I had was minus 105. After the fact, I think I saw it at 100, which would kind of be surprising. I know, it's almost a shock when we don't get close to line value. It really, feels, it really does feel like a shock. We have the clear pitching edge here. It's Tyler Molly and Zach Davis. Tyler Molly is the ultimate split pitcher. He is very, very good. Cincinnati is like Coors, all right? People haven't necessarily caught up to it yet. Cincinnati is like Coors. When Molly is on the road, he's a totally different pitcher. Arizona offense, gosh, they disappointed us yesterday against um, Mike Miner. They're probably heading into the bottom end of a sine wave right now. Cincinnati with Drury back is at least representative. I think we got this one pretty easily. So give me Cincinnati F5 ML minus 105. Loving that. And then we got a couple of total base props before we get out of here. These are just my favorites. I will post more of them. But if you notice, a lot of them is probably going to stem from the stack. That makes sense. If you're wondering, because I have had people, they hit me up on DMs, which I get. I, I'm at the point, I'm just too cool. I'm too cool for school. I can't get to them all. There's not enough time in the day. I do really push the public stuff to the front. And it's it's nothing personal. I just want to share the time with everybody. That's that's the best I can do. Right? A DM, man, even like 30 seconds, 90 seconds, I should be sharing it with people because every minute counts. Why? Because of that sandcastle. And if you know me, I'm going right up to the bell. I've been doing VEASAN appearances, trying to spread our message, right? Trying to get the good word out there. All right, so let's get into it. We mentioned both of these guys already. We're looking at Tyler O'Neill over one and a half total bases. We're looking at Xander Bogertz over one and a half bases. I already laid out the analysis here. We have the clear edge here. O'Neill on the sign waves yeah on the sign wave we have two weak pitchers against that weak handed hitter that feast you know that serve up beach ball fastball so don't worry so much about the analysis here we have the upper hand the thing we really want to be looking at is the strategy before i get out of here and it has to do with the questions that i said that i get one if a player is mentioned we like him it's a model hit i'm in it to win it i absolutely believe in it there is no backing down from that this is where DraftKings is much better than total base props, right? You can just kind of fit him into a puzzle without actually having to pay extra for him. Where jock market and betting base props you have to come out of pocket, okay? So every player we mention, DFS viable. Next level is always going to be pricing. Jock market, we've mentioned the 550, 650, but also level of a player. So like a lower level player, when we mention, you know, Kevin Biggio, if he gets up to 550, 6 bucks, we don't, we're not interested in that. I think he'll produce, but we're not interested in that. You have to go by price. So that'd be another way to use jock market is if any name that we mention ends up below 
X price. Go for it. If any player in a game we mentioned with an over, so if anybody, anybody in Houston, Texas, is available on jock market for below $3.50, automatic buy. From a pure exposure point of view, the guys we like get walked, and the guy we, you know, that's cheap is up. And there we go. It's Biggio again, back in the Toronto lot. I've totally forgotten yesterday. Tripled with men on, and he did really well. So then the last level is the total base prop, where we need the model hit, but we also need the strong price. Okay, so Xander is at even. The Red Sox today are in, in the minus. They're favorites. And that's something I mentioned we would see weeks ago. We're beginning to see it, which is fine. Which is fine, in particular with guys in the front of the lineup, right? So that's the other part of it is going to be price plus location. And the player we can apply that to today would be Bobby Dalback. So as much as I'd like Bobby Dalback, and we mentioned him, and he does have the price, plus 125, the back end of the lineup I think might hurt him a bit much because he's going to bat ninth. We're not even talking about fifth. And usually, like, come on, let's be honest, that was generally going to cost you an at-bat. We're paying for something individualized where, you know, you'll because Xander's at plus 100, you know he's getting the extra bat. That's worth it. O'Neill could probably bat third or fourth, maybe lately. It depends. They've been shuffling around. Even fifth. It's the second third. If we think he's going to score, he's getting the, the at-bat. Batting ninth, you just got to be careful with that. So, you know, just want to work it through it. Hopefully I can answer many questions at once. And that will do it, everybody, for Cork Stats on Taco Tuesday, baby. Oh, man. Last thing before we go, please, again, got to stress, without Jock Market, without Patty Mayo, there's no us. We're doing well, but we're not doing great. You know, and it's, it would be a shame to lose what we've done. And I got to thank all of you. There's so many people stepping up and pressing the like button. That's really the easiest thing you could do. I think, I mean, and it goes to show you the quality of people that are kind of gravitating towards this style of work and understanding how hard I'm working for you, right? Whether or not we win or lose, I think everybody, you get that. This, my work reeks of effort. We just stink. We stink of effort. And that's really important, right? Because that is what helps me keep my head up high. And I know a lot of people feel the very same way. That you never, with some talents, you wonder if they're just guessing. You wonder if they're, you know, trying to reverse what they were doing and thinking about superstition. And we're not doing that. We're always laying out the most, you know, stringent, objective parameters. Looking to put ourselves in the strongest probabilistic scenario. And it just doesn't always work out. But when it does, like it does now. Let's get ready because what you'll notice also is I'm probably getting ready to accelerate risk on the betting field. I've been betting so low, and that's why even though we're we're losing, you know, quote unquote, we're only down a couple of units on the year because I continue to decelerate. You know, I went from uh, we're down to like a, a unit a night. You know, so it's very hard to you never lose everything, right? Generally up and down a little bit. Touch here, down. Touch quarter of a unit after a night and that's why I'm able to stay in the arena so long now I think we want to get to that like two unit you know we want to be up now because we're starting to catch heat we're starting to get the wind on those sales over right the model gets stronger with information right the as and as people lose focus on the baseball season especially the days when there's playoff games like they think there is NBA finals stuff like that so that's how we're going to rise to the top so please download the jock market app use the code MMN first hundred bucks is free 
rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod, and, you know, hit the like button on YouTube, and subscribe to the channel, somebody asked me today, my boy Tug, you know, I really do see the people that appreciate us every day, I see you guys out there, I, I can't always stop to appreciate the men and the women that support us, but we really do appreciate it, it means the world to us, that little second that you take of your day, and to get back, it's all anyone cares about, it's all anyone cares about, metrics and algorithms, so, alright, that'll do it, Cork stats, everybody. Uh, Mail media net. Where are you getting the very best? I mean, this is this is just the, everything, right? So, I'll catch you on the flip side. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay. And remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, yo. Peace.